From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All Joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. I'm Kevin McCullough. Very glad to have you with us from the news desk here in New York, the number one news city on planet Earth, and we are glad to be right here. I've got to talk to you about some very important things in the reality of where we stand in the presidential race uh just next week the iowa caucuses of course kick off and it's going to mean something because the actual votes now begin to count up till now all these silly polls have been telling us numbers that may or may not be true and some of the stuff uh seems to hit home and at other times it seems to be very very uh big stretch uh to be believed but let me drill down on some of what the, uh, the the situation is, because you're hearing a lot. I'm hearing it a lot. I, I was on Real America's Voice Network this morning. I was on uh, the Salem News Channel. I was on talk radio today. I'm hearing from people all over the place about the coming Nikki Haley revolution. Um in fact, there's there's a big headline that came out today that said that Haley has now edged her way into second place in Iowa, a place where one of the most connected political conservatives that I'm aware of told me just a week ago, he's never seen a Nikki Haley sign in Iowa. Now, I don't believe that there are no Nikki Haley signs in Iowa, but it has not been a place where she has spent much of her time. In fact, she's focused most of her effort like Chris Christie had on the state of New Hampshire. I'll get to New Hampshire in just a second. But in this big revelation that Nikki Haley would moved into second place and edging out Ron DeSantis, she's at all of 20%. Ron DeSantis is at 13%. Vivek Ramaswamy is somewhere beneath that. Chris Christie is at 2%. Here's my point. In these headlines that people like CNN and the Washington Post and the New York Times take great delight in trying to make as sensational as possible, they're still underperforming. In fact, let's move to New Hampshire, because that's where everybody's been saying all of the focus is. In fact, I was asked by David Brody on Real America's Voice Network this morning, well, Kev, what about the poll in New Hampshire that shows that Nikki Haley's only seven points behind Donald Trump? Eh, Okay, there's a poll that shows that. It's also a CNN University of New Hampshire poll. So I don't know what their polling techniques are. But I went ahead and I looked at more recent polls, uh, today's poll, for example, out of New Hampshire, that shows that Trump's at 44% and Haley's at 28%. And the poll that came out, not from the same organization, immediately prior to the CNN poll, was that Trump, Trump was at 54% and Haley was at 22%. My point is simply this. These polls are all over the place. Most of them show that the former president has an enormous lead 
in Iowa, an enormous lead in New Hampshire, an even bigger lead in Nevada. He's at 73% of the primary vote there, and he's got a commanding lead in South Carolina, which is Nikki Haley's home state. And she was a popular governor, served two terms. He's also leading in Florida, where Ron DeSantis, a popular governor, is currently serving his second term. So what does all of it mean? How does it all of what does it all add up to? Well, it's very simple. We can talk about what these polling methodologies were and what the organizations did to come to the conclusions that they came to, or we can wait and see. As on Monday, the 15th, Iowans will for the things that they feel are important. And while there may be some hand-wringing in some places like CNN and others where they are just praying for anybody, hopefully anybody, to break through and to just stop Donald Trump's momentum, and they're pinning all their... That Donald Trump will win Iowa running away. He will also win New Hampshire. Maybe not as handily as he won Iowa, but he's going to win it. Then somewhere before South Carolina, as a last-ditch effort to uh, stop him, if it hasn't happened already, either Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis will drop out of the race. I said in my column, I believed it will be DeSantis, because I believe that DeSantis is going to lose Iowa. He's lost all kinds of momentum there. I think he's going to not fare well in New Hampshire. And if he hasn't dropped out by the end of the New Hampshire primary, there's no way that he goes on to compete in South Carolina if his goal is to stop Donald Trump from getting the nomination. Then the pressure will be on. Can the former governor rally all the forces, bring them all to her side to eke out some sort of just get the tip of the ball over the over the goal line kind of touchdown to possibly beat Donald Trump? in south carolina well they're gonna have to wait because in between new hampshire and south carolina is the nevada caucus after three contests of donald trump winning winning and winning i don't think that anybody will break through in south carolina and i think that's a good thing because right now a lot of the solutions that you're hearing from ron DeSantis and nikki haley at least mirror that of much of donald trump's policies that we knew he already had the ability to enact because he did it when he was president before with chris christie finally out of the way and all of his extra volume uh, bloviating that he's doing all over the place he says he's going to commit himself to making sure that uh, that donald trump never becomes president again well good luck with that a lot of other people have made that promise, like Liz Cheney and others. It hadn't worked out any well for them either. Bottom line is this. The American people have a chance to have the say in the direction that their country goes. That process gets underway in Jan on Monday of this next week. And almost every week then thereafter, there's going to be some major headline and development in terms of what direction it's all going in. At the end of the day... I believe, as I said four weeks ago, that Donald Trump will be victorious in the first four contests and he will be victorious in the general election. After the first four contests, here's what happens. March, uh, the month of March then goes to Super Tuesday and you have the vast majority of Republican delegates that will ever be available on any one single day, not a national election, available on that day in every one of those states without exception. Donald Trump not only has a lead, he has what critics would call a commanding lead. And that's important for another reason. We've heard a lot of ideas about a lot of candidates trying to say what they would do if they became the spokesperson for the Republican Party. The Republican Party already has a spokesperson. His name is Donald Trump. He's beating 
courts and prosecutors and judges in the realm of ju the judiciary. And he's going to beat his opponents at the ballot box. And that's going to set up a big time matchup in November for the direction of the country. Will it be more free or will it look a lot more like what we've had the last three years? That's where you get to decide. And I hope that you will. Kevin McCullough coming right back. My name is Imran Ansari, and I lead the Civil Litigation Division of Idala, Bertuda & Kamins, the preeminent New York litigation law firm. The tires screech, the impact is felt. Boom, you've just been in a car accident. It's a scary situation that none of us want to experience. But if you have been injured in a car accident, then you may be entitled to significant monetary compensation for your injuries. It's important you speak to an attorney right away to make sure your rights are protected. Myself and our team of experienced trial attorneys will never settle for less than what you deserve. We are always ready to go to court to fight for you and seek justice. So if you or a loved one have been injured in an accident, don't delay. Call Idala. Bertuna and Cammon at 212-486-0011. That's 212-486-0011. Or visit us on the web at idalalaw.com. Idalalaw.com. Idala Bertuna and Cammons. Fighting for justice, fighting for you. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. We can tell you about the incredible success we bring to local businesses, but it's better when it comes directly from our satisfied clients. Here's just one example. After searching for a new vendor to handle my search marketing campaign, I contacted Salem Surround after seeing the great work they did for another restoration company in the different market. Their team of experts recommended a mix of multiple tactics designed to get my business the most quality leads at the lowest cost, making my marketing budget stretch further. In our first year of partnering with Salem Surround, we recorded our best year to date, and I've told many people how blessed I was to find them. The representative answered the phone every time I called and quickly addressed any questions or concerns I had. Let Salem Surround give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and show you what your competition is doing. Then, we come up with a personalized plan that's perfect for your needs. Google Salem Surround New York and let our marketing experts help you achieve real success. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds, like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Take it from Charlie Kirk. As I read this New York Times article, so I read the New York Times so you don't have to. Salem Media Group reaches more people than they realize. This is my favorite line of the whole thing. Their hosts are big names and they have huge reach, which makes them one of the most powerful forces in conservative media. Step into our big names to help grow your business. To find out more about it, reach out to our general sales manager, Laura Schaefer, by calling 212-857-9639. AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hugh Hewitt says it's time to get your feet wet. I'm going to urge you to do one thing repeatedly. Today, Google the county in which you live and Republican Party and get involved. 
They need poll workers. They need door knockers. They need people who make phone calls. They need people who send text messages. Get involved at the local level. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 3, right before Joe Piscopo at 6. Anea 970, The Answer. Our hosts tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970, The Answer. What a little moonlight can do. It's Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin McCullough. Kevin McCullough, very, very glad to have you with us. And I hope that you will spend some time with me on the weekend, Kevin McCullough, because we have a lot of fun with a little thing called That Kevin Show. And this week, I've got a stellar uh, broadcast for you. We're going to take a look at the situation of how God is impacting the globe all over all over the world. What does God have to do with things? And we've got uh, Dr. Joel Veldkamp that's going to join me to have that discussion. In hour two, Dr. Laura Purdy, P-U-R-D-Y, not pretty. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mispronouncing pretty, although she is lovely. Uh, Dr. Laura Purdy is America's favorite doctor, so named, and she's going to give us the prescription for how to have a healthy and beneficial 2024. It's going to be done with a little humor, a lot of style. Very classy. I hope that you'll join us uh, for Dr. Aperti in hour two. But we've also got a sneak peek, some great family entertainment coming up on the uh, Great American Pure Flix uh, outlets where you can see a brand new television series that's releasing. And we're not going anywhere with our new music spotlight. And the first artist of 2024 will not only be uh, doing her songs, but we've got her in studio to chat with us as well. Ruthie Kraft is her name. And then before we're done, we will take a poke at the headlines with uh, Assignment Desk Weekend. We've got some sketch comedy from someone named Adam Rose. If you don't follow him on the socials, you should. He's hilarious. Also, someone you may be you may be familiar with, Officer Brandon Tatum. He's got a little sketch this week. And uh, who knows? Uh, I think maybe that former president and first lady, you, you, you know who they are. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bill and Hillary might be stopping by coming up uh, on Saturday night. So please check that out. It's going to be this weekend at Salem News Channel. And I hope that you will uh, indeed check that out. And then please uh, come and follow me. Uh, I, I love the way the hosts on this network are just never bashful about asking for your uh, attention. So I'm going to do the same thing. The website is thatkevinshow.com. All my socials are that Kevin Show. And if you would uh, be in contact with me and follow me, whether it's on TikTok, Instagram, X, Facebook, Gab, Getter, you name it, we are there uh, at that Kevin Show on socials, thatkevinshow.com uh, online as well. All right. Uh, one of the major stories that I am, to be candid, surprised has taken this long to advance to this stage that we have been watching for a number of years is what's going to happen to um, the, uh, the, the personality of Alejandro Mayorkas. As Homeland Security Secretary, this man has a responsibility to uh, keep our borders safe and to, under, and to help uh, guard us from the dangers of what open borders bring uh, to our country. And in the last number of months, with multiple hundreds of thousands of illegal crossings every single day, of which maybe somewhere between 10 and 25 percent of those people get away way without being apprehended we are not just bordering on a crisis anymore we are full-fledged drowning in one here to discuss is hugh fike of the conservative partnership institute he's the government relations director the house republicans are seeking to impeach secretary mayorkas is that the right thing to do hugh welcome glad to have you before we get to what they're doing why did it take them so long to get to this point 
Well, it's a fair question. I think that a lot of conservatives wanted to see this uh, speed up and happen a little faster. I will say for you know my friends on the Homeland Security Committee that they've spent the last year really diligently taking the time to process all of the depositions and go through all the questions and really leave no st- stone unturned, in part because there is a slim majority. And then when you take on a fairly political question like this, you need to actually do the work and the research in order to convince the folks that might uh, you know d- defect and, and not support this effort on the at the end um, that this is the right thing to do and that you've leave you left basically no stone unturned no doubt that you want to have your ducks in a row and you want to have everything in place so that when you make your arguments they're airtight i get that but there have to be democrats in the house of representatives who have jurisdictions in places where this crisis is exploding You have to have Democrats in New York City, in Chicago, in Los Angeles, in many of the flyover states where blue districts are represented, that this political toll is going to take a price. Did they run a risk in um, as Democrats, seated Democrats, um, kind of just carrying Biden's water on this issue? Yeah, there is no question that this is the truth, because there's a recent uh, CBS poll even that said over 70 percent of respondents uh, disapprove of how the president is handling this issue of border security and immigration. So there's absolutely going to be crossover on a CBS poll that says, you know, that 70 percent of them are unhappy. And this is a pretty big deal. I mean, even in you see, like you know, high schools getting evacuated now to provide shelter for for these illegals. You you know, have them getting on planes without uh, you know identification, buying them tickets, shipping them all over the country. I mean, basically, if you've flown on a plane recently, I'm sure you've seen someone with a with a Manila envelope, um, you know, sitting sitting in the seat maybe next to you. And so this crisis is not just affecting places along the border. Obviously, it has been for a long time, but there you know people are being flown and bussed all over the country. So this is going to be a, a, a problem, I think, long term for folks that aren't going to stand up and tell the truth. Well, part of the reason that he should be impeached is because he's been on Capitol Hill multiple times and has insisted in many of those appearances that there's no problem at the border. Now, I don't know what kind of crack he's smoking or if he and Hunter have the same dealer, but the American people can see it much more plainly than that. Why do you think the tactic by the Mayorkas camp has been to deny reality instead of maybe being more honest and saying, well, we'd like to do more, but, you know, politically, we're not empowered or the president hasn't given me the, the reach that I need or Republicans haven't been working with us. The flat out denial to me seems to be the least effective methodology toward saving his job. Yeah, I mean, he can't say that the president doesn't have the tools because the former President Trump, you know, took on this issue, you know, and, and actually used his ability to, to to suppress the numbers and really work the numbers backwards. And for a sustained period of time, had some of the lowest numbers that we'd ever seen. So it's not a question of whether or not the president or, you know, the secretary can ask the president to go and, hey, like, these are tools at your discretion, like, you should use them. Um, I don't know. You know, Congressman Chip Roy, um, you know, the, uh, the patriot from Texas, uh, issued a huge memo early on uh, last Last year, basically saying this needs to happen. We need to move quickly on this. But he just sent out a couple days ago an updated memo, and the memo contains a list of, of you know, of basically what he is saying is Mayorkas lying to Congress. And Mayorkas' response is, "Well, the guy in 2019 and 2020 would have said the same thing." 
this isn't true. I mean, these are these are astronomically different numbers, and they're different, um, you know, policies at, at that stake here. So I think he's probably just trying to deflect, and he's done a fairly good job at that. I mean, the Senate, I, I mean, the Senate confirmed him, so um, you know, he's a pretty good pretty good job at deflecting. But the ultimate truth is that he's totally absconded his job, and and he's not, uh, you know, done the thing he needs to do to protect the country. Certainly, the Republicans can impeach him. They have the votes necessary to do that. Um, is there any chance that vulnerable Democrats will vote with Republicans to actually convict and remove him? Well, that's a that's ultimately the question, right? I think it's you, know, you said it's not a question of whether or not they can get it across the line because in the House, you know, it's a majoritarian body. So if you got the numbers, you can do what you like. Um, but it, I think over the next couple of weeks, certainly, I think you know, this week um, with the attorneys generals, next week, you know, they're going to have a, a, no, a number of other witnesses come testify, um, and then you know, hopefully within the three mark window, you'll see uh, you know see, you'll see the markup happen. Um, but that's going to be a slow drip, and I think part of this is that you. You know, they've built this case over the last year, um, you know, not just to convince, you know, those on their side of the aisle, but to really make this a, a, a very clear choice between, you know, either leaving the border wide open or, or or having the person that's supposed to be responsible for it take responsibility for it. So I think that you'll you'll probably see a few. Uh, and now it's it's a pretty high level of, uh, of political engagement to, you know, to vote to impeach, uh, you know, your, your current you know party's um, uh, secretary. But I think a lot a lot of folks are going to start looking around going, this is not just uh, an issue, um, you know, for those on the border. Like, you know, I'm in a vulnerable seat. I need to think about what my uh, my career looks like. Shocking that they should pay attention to what their voters want. You know, something little <laughs> like that. Uh, Hugh Fike of the Conservative Partnership Institute. Thank you for being with us tonight. Thanks for having me. Kevin McCullough coming right back from New York State. Peters reporting Hunter Biden has pleaded not guilty to federal tax charges filed after the collapse of a plea deal. President Biden's son was charged with nine counts of felony and misdemeanor tax offenses. The charges stem from what federal prosecutors say was a four-year scheme to skip out on paying the $1.4 million he owed to the Internal Revenue Service. Federal officials are investigating Boeing's oversight of production of a panel that blew off a jetliner in mid-flight last week. The Federal Aviation Administration said Thursday the investigation is focusing on door plugs like the one that came off an Alaska Airlines Boeing jetliner over Oregon. The FAA says Boeing's manufacturing practices need to meet high safety standards. On Wall Street, the Dow by 15 points, the Nasdaq rose a fraction. More details at srnnews.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Are you ready to embark on an unforgettable expedition this summer? Then join me, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, along with my wife Katie and our special guests on the Patriots Alaska Cruise. We'll unpack the trends and influences shaping our world today while sailing the pristine coast of Alaska over 4th of July weekend. Learn more at patriotsalaskacruise.com. This experience is more than a vacation. It's a chance to participate in spirited discussions and thought-provoking lectures with like-minded patriots. Seven action-packed days will chart a course through a bright American future, all while surrounded by Alaska's rustic and natural wonders. You'll experience 
powerful creation immersed in the splendor of glaciers and fjords. Mark your calendars, June 29th to July 6th. Secure your cabin today by calling 855-565-5519 or online at patriotsalaskacruise.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. As a local business owner, you get called every week by marketing companies. We get it. We have hundreds of satisfied customers. Here's what a satisfied client recently said. Open enrollment is going great. We're hitting record numbers. Thank you so much for this report. It really is amazing to see how the marketing is really shaping our enrollment around the city. If you're a local business and ready for the next step, Google Salem Surround New York right now. Our experts are ready to help you take your marketing to the next level. Google Salem Surround New York today. Hi, it's Arthur Idala here to talk to you about Bay Ridge Honda, run by the fantastic Sabah family. The Sabah family that I have known since my dad walked in there in 1980 and bought a Honda Accord for my grandfather. My sister's gotten cars there. My brother-in-law's gotten cars there. And you know why? Because the Sabah family makes you feel like you're part of their family. Bay Ridge Honda has New Year's deals. You know, we all make New Year's resolutions. Quit smoking, get more sleep, drink less. How about a New Year's resolution of a new car? At Bay Ridge Honda, they have brand new 2024 Hondas under MSRP, and they're offering lease loyalty bonuses. Finance rates are available. No payments until March of 2024. Best prices around. They will offer you top dollar for your trade-in. So visit the Sabah family at Bay Ridge Honda, 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Brooklyn, New York, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Have you heard? Michaels of Brooklyn. They went from 50% to 75%. They are now at 100% capacity, and by reservation, following all the CDC guidelines, they can ensure your safety and the health of their patrons and employees, and now's the time that you can get back to Michaels of Brooklyn and have some of that authentic Italian food. Celebrate Michaels of Brooklyn 100% capacity by joining the Sauce of the Month Club. You'll get a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta, and biscotti each month for about six months. Each month, receive exquisite sauces ranging from Arrabbiata to Putinesca and of course their fresh marinara. They're family owned and operated. It's authentic. Everything is made completely from scratch. Even the sauce that they sell in the grocery stores nationwide, they make it right there at Michaels of Brooklyn. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com Join their Sauce of the Month Club. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com or call 718-988-7851 for reservations. That's 718-988-7851 Michaels of Brooklyn serving the community since 1964. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. Kevin McCullough, glad to be with you. Um, One of the big stories that I've talked about on the radio all week uh, is the uh, unfolding drama that surrounded the unbeknownst absence of our Secretary of Defense, um, wanting to put the best face on it as we can, uh, there was uh, a medical need that he went to have attended to electively, and evidently complications from that uh, caused him to be in the intensive care unit a few days after he had been released. I don't have a problem with any of that. The problem that occurred was the gap in the chain of command that occurred when he went into intensive care and evidently didn't notify his superior nor his uh, replacements. And in the uh, process, we literally had uh, a a period of time in which we had no one steering the ship at the top of our national defense. Uh, How big of a problem was this? 
And how confusing would it have been to, for instance, have undergone an attack in which a war response was necessary without an acting Secretary of Defense in place? Let's turn to uh, Lieutenant Colonel, retired Lieutenant Colonel Darren Gaub of the uh, Restored Liberty Organization. He's the executive director there, and he uh, participated uh, during his time in the military with uh, Secretary Austin and, in fact, uh, would fly the uh, secretary um, in his Black Hawk helicopter as they were uh, out on mission. Darren, I appreciate you being with us. Colonel, always appreciate the men and women in uniform and everything that they do for us. I come from a very devout military family. All of my grandfathers were in the big war. Uh, My brother brother-in-law is active duty Navy now, uh, and he is, in fact, being deployed over the next uh, couple of days for his third or fourth deployment. And it's it's always, you know, a, a, a toll on the family when when they're sent, because it's that's what we do. That's what the sacrifice is about. But I want to go to the specifics of what happened here and how confusing it would have been for the chain of command to be left blank. Let's say, for example, if Iran had decided to open up fire on our carriers uh, in the Middle East, which they've been harassing for some time, especially since uh, October the 7th. What do you think the impact would have been uh, had we had we been more vulnerable than we even uh, realized at the time? Yeah, Kevin, th- thanks for having me on tonight. And uh, it's a pleasure to join you. And unfortunately, though, we have to talk about this because it is important. And it, and it would have been a huge problem because, I mean, the chain of command is there for a reason. The military is unique when it comes to that part of, of how things are structured in the fact that uh, there is one person that gets the phone call when that one person is in charge. And if that one person is not there and nobody knows they're not there, hey, where does the phone call go? <laughs> And as you described it, it should be very simple. You tell the person who's next up in charge, give them some guidance, tell them they're in charge for a certain period of time until you're recovered, and they want you to, and that you want them to do certain things. And then you tell your boss the same thing, and say, "I'm going to be out of the net." And then it, it, it's it's extremely simple. And yet, the, unfortunately, this is fairly characteristic for the secretary and going on many years of his career and how he's operated. So Hmm. I I wasn't surprised by this, but I think uh, this gap in the chain of command could have been a huge issue. And I just call it simply dereliction of duty. And then it's a pretty simple duty just, just to inform people. Should he lose his job over it? No, he should have lost his job a long time ago. This is just one more thing. Uh, You start talking about, Everything from Afghanistan moving forward, the recruiting, the retention, the readiness, the the pushing of racism and all these other types of things across the military and all of its consequences. Um, I fully support Congressman Matt Rosendale, who is my congressman here in Montana, and his support to impeach Secretary Austin. And he, sh- and he should be gone, and he should have been gone quite a while ago. When, when you're talking about uh, readiness, I want to go back to that. Um, there are a lot of complaints off the record uh, that I hear from military corners that the woke agenda has completely devastated us. We're not nearly to the point where we need to be should one of the re-emboldened bad actors on planet Earth really get some comeuppance. And that's sad for two things because, one, during the Trump years – the bad actors were bankrupt and we and we had them on the ropes. You know, we, we were we were pumping so much energy that Russia and Iran and other places couldn't sell their oil. They couldn't fund their wars. They couldn't staff their military because we were literally bankrupting them with the with the sale of our energy and we were profiting from it. 
But that's only one side of the, the, the equation. The other side is that this uh, approach towards our military readiness, where we don't have enough ships, we don't have uh, continually upgrading of the equipment that needs to be uh, done. We, we, are, we are in a situation right now, and I know from people that would be involved in the circumstances if we were, if we were attacked, that, that there's a concern that we're not ready in the event that somebody is um, plays beyond the rules. Is, is that your impression as to where we stand? And if so, what needs to be done to ready us? Well, first of all, uh, yes, it is my impression. And I would say that we need to replace the entire chain of command. That's where you start. We got to end here. But uh, Lieutenant Colonel, I want to just say thank you for being with us. And I just want to point out that um, Trump didn't come in and fire everybody that probably needed to be but he did leave a plan to get out of afghanistan correctly and and biden tore it up and said nope not on my watch uh lieutenant colonel darren gobb thank you for being with us tonight kevin mccullough coming right back from new york hi kevin mccullough it's a new year and a time for new resolutions right i'm sure you've already made yours going to the gym spending more time with family watching what you eat but what about your family members? Is there someone in your life that should really make a resolution for an upgrade to a new career? Why not tell them about court reporting? It's a career with tremendous opportunity and flexibility. They can work in courts. They can work in schools. They can even work from home. They work as much or as little as they want, and their earning potential is fantastic. The National Court Reporters Association says there are 5,000 openings and not enough reporters to fill them right now. The NCRA is offering this free program called A to Z, where participants are introduced to stenography and court reporting, and sessions are being hosted right here in New York City. Plaza College, Forest Hills, Queens, is the only school in the city with a court reporting program. Sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. Again, that's info at plazacollege.edu. We are proud. Proud to serve. To serve our country. To serve our local communities, to wear the uniform, to be a soldier. To serve abroad, when and where duty calls. We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend, to serve, to fight. We are always ready, we are always there. We are the New York Army National Guard. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Want to listen to AM 970 The Answer on the go? There's an app for that. Download our free smartphone app so you can listen to all your favorite shows, keep up with us on social media, enter contests, win prizes, and even interact with our hosts all in one place. Just search AM 970 The Answer in the iPhone App Store or the Google Play Store for the Android. Again, search AM 970 The Answer and download our smartphone app today. That way, you can take us wherever you go. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Call in to the Joe Piscopo Show and let your voice be heard. Hey, let me go to Tom and Boca Raton. Your show is, in my opinion, the great American story. Joe Piscopo's father, the family, Al, everybody in your show, you guys put together a team. I love your show. Everybody's beautiful. We're very fortunate to have a great American story, Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo, weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on AM 970, The Answer. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. 
Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet. You need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best. Period. (laughs) So tune in. Eye on Real Estate. Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. Welcome in, Kevin McCullough. Glad to have you with us from the news desk in New York. And we're grateful to be able to kick off what's going to be coverage uh, in the coming weeks and months uh, of continuous primary talk. There's lots of things going down before the Iowa caucus early next week. And of course, the New Hampshire primary following that. And then we're we're going to be into a series of, of cycles and seasons where ballots are going to be cast, votes are going to be added up. But will the choice for the voter be the one that the voter wants. In Colorado, judges there have tried to uh, knock the front runner off the ballot. That front runner didn't take too kindly to it. Now he's taking his case to the Supreme Court. Of course, Donald Trump is the one I'm talking about. And the headlines say it all. Supreme Court going to hear the appeal on the Colorado ballot. My hope is not only do they hear it, but they'll decide in favor of the former president and end all of this shenanigary as we go forward. Here to discuss is Hans von Spakovsky of the Heritage Foundation, one of the real legal eagles down there. And he watches uh, this stuff very carefully. And he's written a great book on voter integrity. If you have not gotten it, you need to. Hans, great to see you again. Um, the is, the court took this up, and they didn't really mince words about it. They're going to hear the case. You've got pretty major constitutional questions at issue here, not ones that I feel like were necessary right. to have to decide, but because the Colorado court decided to be activist, uh, they're going to have to take this up. What is your anticipation of what happens here? I, I think, you know, it's hard to always predict the Supreme Court, but I think on this issue, um, we are going to get a it'll probably a seven to two decision. We might even get nine to zero overturning what the Colorado Supreme Court did. Keep in mind that other state Supreme Courts that have looked at this, Minnesota, Michigan, have all refused to take Trump off the ballot. I think the Colorado court made a serious uh, error. I think they misinterpreted and misapplied the 14th Amendment of the Constitution to knock Trump off the ballot. And I think the Supreme Court is going to say that. And we'll find out very quickly. You know, they've set oral arguments for February 8th. That's very fast for the Supreme Court. Yeah. Well, and I think that to your point, um, and I found this to be true in the Colorado case and in the situation with the main uh, secretary of state uh, who did the same thing for that state. But it wasn't a judicial process. She was asked to do a, a, a political maneuver based supposedly on her constituents. But in both of their defenses, they came to the public and said, well, we believe that he did X, Y, Z. He was a part of uh, an insurrection 
he violated the uh, the 14th Amendment. Uh, we, we, we have the right to do this. The, the interesting right. thing about all of that, Hans, and you're, you're a big fan of process, that case hasn't even been decided. There's been no ruling that has determined that Trump actually did any of those things. No, that's right. I mean, not only has he never been convicted of insurrection, he's never even been charged. And the one time this was Correct. brought up by Congress was in the second impeachment resolution. Uh, he, he was uh, uh, cited for insur insurrection, incitement of insurrection. But remember, a trial was held in the Senate and he was acquitted. And Correct. so yet here we have, for example, one state official in Maine, the Secretary of State, saying that, oh, well, she's going to override what the United States Senate did, the Senate that represents all 50 states, and yet uh, she's got a better judgment than them. I mean, that shows you how upside down uh, what's going on here is. I really do think that it is possible for a nine to nothing uh, decision here. And I think that sometimes people don't realize this, but the far left of the court and the far right of the court, oftentimes when it comes to procedural stuff, they're not that separate. I mean, Ginsburg and Scalia voted together about 60% of the time, and most of it was on right. procedural arguments. This isn't this isn't even a substance issue. This is they they got out of line and didn't follow what they should have done. No, that's true. And and look, two of the other really big issues uh, that I think actually make this an easy decision for the Supreme Court is that um, look, there's no federal statute in place providing for an enforcement mechanism for Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, which is the provision they're trying to use. What that means is that no state official, no state court, has the right to try to enforce Section 3 of the 14th Amendment. The other big issue that I don't think they can get around is that by its own uh, plain text, uh, the provision they're trying to use against uh, Trump doesn't apply to him because it only applies to someone who previously was an officer of the United States. And the Supreme Court has said in multiple decisions that that particular term, when used in the Constitution, it only refers to people who've been appointed to their position, not elected. So hmm. the Attorney General of the United States, he's an officer of the U.S. Uh, because he was appointed by the President and confirmed by the Senate. But Joe Biden isn't an officer, neither is Donald Trump. So this provision doesn't even apply to Donald Trump. And correct me if I'm wrong, doesn't Section 5 of the 14th uh, also cite that only Congress is able to um, to enforce whatever mechanisms should be enforced as it pertains to this amendment? In other words, it's clearly right. laid out. Congress has the power to enforce it. Nobody else does. Yeah, it specifically says that Congress has the right to pass laws for the enforcement of the provisions of section uh, of, of the 14th amendment and congress specifically has not put in place a statute for the enforcement of section three which is the particular section that, that we know is involved here so there are numerous multiple reasons uh why the colorado supreme court got it wrong and and i suspect uh, that's exactly what the u.s supreme court is going to say after they hear the case well, we will uh, see for sure uh, what they're going to do and, and very quickly. Uh, and 
it's your opinion because there's still several states where this issue is kind of languishing for lack of a better right. word if once they do decide it ends all of those discussions yeah that's what's particularly going to be of concern i think to the supreme court is the chaos but potential chaos caused by allowing the states to do this and having some some states say Trump can't be on the ballot and other states saying, no, no, he will be on the ballot. I, I can't think of a more confusing situation for voters than that. Well, and it's something that we, to be honest, um, shouldn't have to put up with. This is just activism right. gone crazy. Hans von Spakovsky of the Heritage Foundation doing a great job down there. Thank you for being with us tonight. Thanks for having me. You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news! The My Pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels and two washcloths regular price is 79.98 for a limited time you can get this six pack towel set for only 39.99 with promo code joe p that's a 50 percent savings go to mypillow.com call 800-651-0798 use the promo code joe p to save 50 percent on the my pillow six pack towel sets Hey, Joe Piscopo here. If you need a Cadillac, you got to see my good friend Bill Camastro at Gold Coast Cadillac, awarded Cadillac Dealer of the Year 27 times. Bill's team is the gold standard of customer service from start to finish. It's first class all the way. Speaking of service, are you part of the Gold Club yet? Bill takes care of you, your family, your friends with the Gold Coast Cadillac Gold Club. Sign up online at goldcoastcadillac.com for service benefits that you can share with friends and family, even if they didn't buy from Gold Coast. Gold Coast is getting even bigger and better with its brand new service facility expected to be completed by early 2024. Gold Coast Cadillac in Oakhurst, New Jersey. Bill took care of me and he's going to take care of you too. Shop goldcoastcadillac.com or call Bill directly at 845-568-7336. Shop goldcoastcadillac.com or call Bill directly at 845-568-7336. Are you ready for an adventure of a lifetime? Journey with me, Dr. Sebastian Gorka, on the Patriots Alaska Cruise this summer. It's an incredible opportunity to engage with me and other like-minded patriots on an epic seven-day cruise over 4th of July weekend. Witness the untouched wilderness of Alaska while discussing America's future. What could be better? Join me from June 29th to July 6th. Call 855 855- 565-5519 or reserve online. PatriotsAlaskaCruise.com Feel like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates? If you run or manage a local business today, you're challenged like never before. We get it and we want to help. We're Salem Surround. We're a full-service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night, and everywhere they might be. If you're a local business and want to see what Salem Surround can do for you? Google Salem Surround New York. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today.
The Joe Piscopo Show. Mornings 6 to 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970. The Answer. Once again, from New York, here's Radio Night Live and Kevin McCullough. All right. From time to time, I'm asked, uh, Kev, what's so great about America, especially when I go overseas? And sometimes Canadians ask me, well, why don't you like Canada, eh? Well, I have just another example of of, eh, why I answer the way I do with those things. Because as of yesterday, police in the Canadian province of Quebec are warning citizens that if you have one of those ring doorbell things where you see the you see the identity of the people that come up on your on your stoop and you and you publish the video that it captures of someone who comes and steals your packages, the Quebec police are saying that that might be a violation of the private life of these alleged thieves. Now, only Canadians could come up with something so strangely weird in terms of its twisted thinking. Um, One of the uh, news outlets there in Montreal said, uh, Montreal West is known for its large porches, but around the holidays, those porches are a big target for thieves or porch pirates, as they're called. So cute. I'm I'm so glad the thieves have their own nickname. It's something we deal with on a daily basis, said Montreal West Councillor, uh, responsible for public security, Lauren Small Penfeather. I also love the Canadian names. Small Penfeather. This is great. Uh, she said, you have people that are following the vehicles, and when they see a parcel that's dropped off, they then go and take the parcel if nobody comes to the door to retrieve it. Yeah, that's called stealing. That's why we call them thieves. Or in Canada, hey, they're a porch pirate. However, the the province's local police force, Surette du Quebec, warned local citizens against sharing the footage of the alleged porch thieves online. Here's what they said. You cannot post the images yourself because you have to remember in Canada, we have the presumption of innocence and posting that picture could be a violation of private life, said the communications officer, Lieutenant Benoit Richard. Uh, But wait a second. Is it their private life? If they are on my porch, this is where Canadian logic sometimes doesn't add up, but that's okay. Give it a second. Gavin Newsom will try to have this going in California pretty soon. Uh, The lieutenant went on to say, if you get some proof that somebody might have stolen something, call the police. We give the proof to the police. We'll do the investigation, bring that person to justice and file some charges. Okay, I can do all of that, but it's my footage from my ring. I can put that wherever I want because it's mine. I'm not invading their private life. I didn't invite them to come sit up on my porch and take my stuff. I said, no, I don't want you to do that. And one of the ways I can ensure that you won't is I'll just show your face. I'll plaster your face everywhere. I'll make sure everybody knows that you're a porch pirate. There's not a lot of accountability in the Canadian system. Have you figured that out? Oh, we don't want to actually supply proof that they took the actual item. Then we have to say that they're criminals. Well, Canada can't have criminals, can it? <laughs> In the socialist uh, pantheon that it's supposed to be, the the dream world, the utopic uh, Canadian province of Quebec, is it supposed to be criminal-free? I don't know. I don't care. Why are the police saying this? 
And please, God, don't let this come to America. Lord knows we already have enough problems with people uh, not wanting to take responsibility for their crimes. But imagine being called out for jeopardizing someone's privacy because they came and stood on your porch and took your stuff. And the fact is, if you take my Amazon package off my porch, I reserve the right to plaster your face all over the Internet. I may even, depending on the place I live, reserve the right to shoot you to keep you from taking that package off my porch. Either way, here's an idea. Don't take the packages off my porch. I'm Kevin McCullough. We'll see you next time. Oh,